Got everything, I got everything. I cannot complain, I cannot. I don't even know how much I really made. I forgot, it's a lot. Fuck that, never mind what I got. Nigga, don't watch that, cause I came up, that's all me. Stay true, that's all me. No help, that's all me. All me for real. Came up, that's all me. Stay true, that's all me. No help, that's all me. All me for real. Money on my mind, you should think the same. Jay's on, pink and ring. Dogging these hoes, I need quarantine in the same league, but we don't bow the same. Oh, she want all the fame. I hear the shit all the time. Since you love me, I said, baby girl, fall in line. Okay, check, check, check. All right, uh, welcome to just a conversation with Greg and Mr. Rent Money. As you can see, there is no Mr. Rent Money today. It's only Greg. <laughs> That's cool though, because I always got a lot to talk about. Um, so I'm just let me just start off with an apology for anybody who listens to our podcast from last week. Um, we did the one chip challenge, and I did not know that that was going to prevent us from speaking for uh, for a lengthy period of time. Um, I wouldn't wish the wood chip challenge on any of my worst enemies. That junk was super, super hot. Um, the hottest thing I think I've ever eaten in my life. Um, and, and to be fair, I got to give Genox, uh, or, or, or you guys might know Mr. Rent Money, um, some, some credit and love because he told us that we all should eat this chip at the same time because, it would have been bad. Uh, we did do it one at a time, but it still didn't matter because there was no one there to have a conversation with after a while. So um, one chip challenge, man. If, if anybody's brave enough to do that junk, uh, be my guest. I can't do that junk again. That was not cool. Like if y'all if y'all watched it uh, for, for the YouTube viewers who be watching um, the videos of the podcast, I had to keep getting up a couple of times because my stomach was hurting. Like the spice of that one chip was like hurting my my uh my stomach walls or something. I don't know. That junk did not feel good at all. At all. Um yeah, like I said, uh what wishing upon my worst enemy at all. At all. That junk was no joke. But I do apologize to anybody who listened last week it was like why do you think it's not talking? What the heck? That's why. Because of that one chip challenge. Um, and what's funny is that uh, Brennan, he was the first person to do it. He he pointed out after it was all over that there was actual rules to the challenge. You were supposed to see how long you can go uh, before, like after you eat the chip without like drinking anything or eating anything. And... Uh, to be honest, I think the person who would have won would would be G because G, uh, he he just sat there. I, I thought he was trying to play it cool, but I guess he was aware of the rules because I wasn't because I was eating a blueberry muffin while eating a chip, and then I tried to drown like a half a gallon of soy milk. Oh my gosh, yo, that joke was not good, not good at all. Um, so if y'all want to try, I think they sell them at Seven Eleven. I think that's what Mr. Remoney got him from. Um, be my guest. It is first off. It just it doesn't even have a taste. That's the that's the that's you. That's when you know you should have like tampered your expectations because if if it had a taste, 
They maybe would have been a little bit uh, more bearable, but that junk had no taste whatsoever. That junk was pretty, pretty bad. Um, yeah, yeah, one chip challenge. Don't try it. But if you do, hey, post that junk. Tag any of us in it. Um, on Twitter, I'm I'm at Greg Nelson twenty six, or even oh, my Twitter and my Instagram is actually the same handle. So tag me in either one of those, or tag Mister Rent Money. Um. I think we would love to see it. I would definitely show it uh, on a podcast or at least put audio or something. I don't know. That should be hilarious. Um, But, yeah. uh, A lot has happened this past week. First, I want to start off with a congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers um, because they are the world champions. Beat Miami in six games. Um, Before I even get to the Lakers, I do want to shout out Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is one of my favorite players um in the league because of like his great anybody who knows Jimmy Butler's story dude is literally the guy who came from nothing when you got a fax in your acceptance uh acceptance offer to your junior college uh from McDonald's like come on bro like that's not coming from the bottom if that's not started from the bottom then I don't know what it is and the dude balled out this um this season and took uh, the Miami Heat, who had like a 70, who who wasn't even like even on the radar to, to even make it to the finals. It was supposed to be like Milwaukee or Toronto made it to the finals. Uh, and Jimmy pushed the Lakers to six games, like, which is unreal. He played, he, he didn't play 48 seconds, didn't play 48 seconds in game five. Like, that dude is a warrior, like. That's a lot of, uh, what is it like? If, if it's like 45 minutes in a game or something like that, or 48 minutes in a game, and he only missed 48 seconds, like he didn't even get a full like rest, and the dude pushed the Lakers, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, to six games. But it will be, I'm going to get off the, the Jimmy Butler and um, Miami Heat bandwagon because it really is about the Lakers. Uh Yo, people who was on this Clippers bandwagon talk about the Clippers are the best team. They got the best bench. They got the best coaching staff. And Bomber is is the greatest owner. And, like, y'all need to all shut up. Shut up. Because I've been saying from the jump, there is nothing nothing anybody can do about a playoff LeBron except get Kevin Durant to join their 73-win team. That's it. That's the only way you are stopping playoff LeBron. Like, playoff LeBron is real. He is a real person. It is a whole different being. It is not the LeBron of the regular season. It is a completely different person. There is no playoff Kawhi. There is no playoff Paul George. Actually, there is a playoff Paul George. It's just he suck. Like, he's really bad at the playoffs. Ask Dame about uh, shooting threes and, and Paul George fish to send him an OKC home. Like, nah, bruh. Yo, the Lakers were going to be different in the playoffs. And I said this when LeBron first went to the West. I was like, okay, the West had the opportunity to only see LeBron in the finals after he has played uh, 16, um, six, 12 or six, 12 games. Um, after he already got 12 wins, 
Um, and now he's like a little bit, probably even more tired, you know, and and getting to the finals after dragging that sorry Cleveland team to the finals for four years straight. The West has not seen playoff brawn, like from first round to the second round to the conference finals. Like, yeah, ask Portland, ask Denver, ask um, ask the Rockets. Like, it's a it's a whole different being. So. Um, congratulations to the Lakers. Uh, this championship was needed for so many levels. Um, with the loss of Kobe and Gianna this year, man, uh, Nipsey last year, like, I feel like, uh, the West needed a win. Like, they really needed a win. Um, and I feel like this, this is the win that they wanted. Nobody wanted to see the Clippers as no god darn champions. Like, who cares? Yo, First off, mark my words, the Clippers will never win anything as long as they are sharing the same facility as the Los Angeles Lakers. You can you can mark that. This is I am saying this at uh time like at the 8 minute mark of episode of Combo 7 of just a uh, conversation with Greg and Mr. Rent Money. The Clippers will never win. Never win. As long as they are occupying the same space as the Los Angeles Lakers, so that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, yeah, and, and just to, I, I, I'm sorry for anybody who's listening right now. If you wanted to hear about conspiracy theories or, or Willie banter about like nonsense, um, it's just me today. And the only thing that I really love to talk about is sports. <laughs> so uh, I apologize in advance. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to go with this route until like I start to think of other things. Cause that's just how, uh, it, it's going to have to flow today. Cause I ain't got nobody to talk to. I'm so lonely, but it's not, um, so the, the NFL is having some COVID issues. Um, teams are, are popping up with, uh, with positive tests left and right. And, um, they, uh, are, are rescheduling the season. It's it's pretty bad. It's like they're playing musical chairs with games, and um, it's kind of unfair to players who are like to teams who are actually following the rules. Because what it seems like is like the teams who are like having failed uh, or who who are having positive COVID tests, they're just not following the league's procedures and protocols to keep the players safe and to keep them from um, from con- contacting. Uh, COVID so I feel bad for the teams who are actually like following the rules and and doing what they need to do to be able to play these games because they're already at a disadvantage like they already said no bubble so now it's like 32 NFL teams in 32 different places and you are um of course like it's it's expected that uh at some point one of them is going to contract COVID but if the league has put in these um and put these parameters in place to keep you guys safe. It's like, do your job. I think at some point the league got to start looking at um, teams and saying, we're going to have, you won't have to forfeit this game, which like impacts your playoff position. Because I just think it's unfair that like, if a team is doing everything that they're supposed to do, especially if the players are doing everything that they're supposed to do to make sure that like, they don't get a positive test. And then um, their opponent does. And they got to now shift their whole mindset of like, um, deck, so we're not playing on Sunday now, we're playing on Tuesday, or um, I got to give up my bye week because this team wasn't following procedures in junk, so now we have to play 
uh, like twelve game straight with no break. That's gonna like put. That's gonna hinder a football team. I don't know. I think the league got to start suspending teams if if uh they're not following, not suspend. Um, they got to make teams forfeit games if they're not following um procedures because that's it's just unfair on so many levels. So yeah. Um. So that's all I got about the NFL and the, the, the COVID test. Um, let's go into some, let me think, uh, some some music stuff. Like, oh, I guess, is music and pop culture the same? I think they are. Because pop culture is just like anything that's popular. We think about the word pop. So and if music is popular, then it's part of pop culture. So I'm going to just say, let's just move to pop culture. Um, and so I don't know if y'all all saw, but, but Tori... Lanes have been has officially been charged with uh, assault on Megan Thee Stallion, which was, I think it was expected by most. Um, but Tory put out his, uh, he tweeted he said, "Charged and convicted is two different things." So, oh boy, still claiming he ain't do that, Jim. Um, but I, I I guess we'll 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 learn the truth once he's put on the stand and they say, listen, bro, you facing twenty years if you don't tell us the truth of what happened. So is either Tory's going to snitch on somebody or he going to go down for twenty years because if you charged and they think you did it, bro. So I don't I don't know what this short dude going to do. Um, but speaking of Meg, did anybody see uh her, her SNL performance? Um, very very powerful in in um. And how she was like representing the Black Lives Matter movement, but uh, I'm gonna just go out here and say it, Meg. If she's not rapping while dancing, she should not dance. Like she looked like crazy to me when she was um she she performed Savage. And while Beyonce was uh, singing, she she did the Savage remix. While Beyonce was singing uh, her part or whatever, Meg <laughs> was just dancing with her dancers. And that just looked so awkward. It was like you were trying to be uh, in, in, in a girl band or something. And I love Meg, I do. But that just looked really, really, really bad. Um I, if y'all ain't see, I would say go check it out because that joke looked crazy. It was um, it was this, it was this uh no two Saturdays ago uh last Saturday, her performance on SNL hosted by Chris Rock, she looked crazy, she looked absolutely crazy, um but I also want to shout out SNL because they, yo their takes uh their their sketch comedy on the on the debates have just been spot. On Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump has just been um, Emmy worthy uh, performance, and then Jim Carrey as Joe Biden. Oh man, the dude, yo, it's like they studied all of their mannerisms to a T because that joke was super, super perfect. Um, you gotta check it because you gotta check it out because if you watch the the actual debate. You will, you would, first off, the actual debate was a comedy in itself. That could get some kind of comedy award if there was a comedy award for politics. Um, but th- that would definitely win it. But if you watched the actual debate and then watched uh, SNL, Saturday Night Live, the, 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 res- uh, the resemblance, first off, like just the, the aesthetics, 
perfect. But especially Alec Baldwin's um, demeanor and, and the way he just delivered Trump. Oh, oh man. Oscar, Oscar worthy performance. I think it's crazy. Side note. See, I told you I could I could just talk forever once I figure out um once I once the things just come to my mind, but check it. I think it's a travesty that the Oscars don't have an action category or a comedy category. Do you realize that people like Adam Sandler or Martin Lawrence or um or Will Ferrell will never receive an Oscar? Like, will never be recognized for their acting brilliance because they don't do serious movies? Like, what? And then the, the, the movies that they pick for these Oscar nominations and, and, and to win these Oscars at that is just mind-boggling. Like, who even heard of this junk? Like, when La La Land won, I'm like, really? Like, I don't care what white America said. That movie was trash. Super duper trash. I swear the Oscars is now the Grammys. Yo, like when Macklemore won Best Rap Album over, like, Good Kid, Mad City. Um, I think Jay-Z was nominated that year as well. Like, y'all are, y'all are straight blowing me. Like, going back to the Oscars, um... Black Panther, right? I thought Black Panther was a great movie. Um, it didn't really affect me the way that it did some people, um, especially in the black community. I, I looked at it as just a, um, a superhero movie because I love comics. I love comic books. And just to watch the... I, I love how um, how Marvel has just been able to do all of these movies recently. Um, but the way... The, the impact that Black Panther has had like globally... Like, and that movie wasn't even, like, nominated for an Oscar or it can't even win an Oscar because it's an action movie and there's no action genre in the Oscars. It's just bull. Like, like, um, Ryan Krugler, uh, who, who's the director of this movie, he should have been nominated for Best Director. Like, the Russo brothers should be able to win an Oscar. The, the the Marvel franchise, Disney, should be able to capture an Oscar for these movies. These movies are nothing like we've ever seen in, like in our lifetime. And we probably never will. Like, Infinity War is probably the most, um, the most accomplished, um, film feat I think I've ever seen in my life. They took 12 years of films and made it all make sense to make this one movie. Imagine that. They spent 12 years making number of different films from Iron Man to Incredible Hulk to, to Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, and then finding a way, like you have to continually to write to find a way to make sure that Iron Man 2 connects with Guardian of the Galaxies. And Guardian of the Galaxies now has to connect with Black Panther. And Black Panther has to connect to make sense with um with Captain America. Like, that is impressive. Impressive. Like it like super impressive. And the fact that those men 
um, the fact that that the Russo brothers and that Marvel will not be recognized for their brilliance in that is just astonishing. It's like that that just makes no sense to me. Like why why as times have changed as we're moving like toward um like this this the 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 comic book world has just is taken over like it's everywhere um it's a it's a tr- i would say it's a trillion dollar industry why would they not be recognized in the most prestigious award in american film um which is the oscar why 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 not recognize them that just makes no sense to me no sense to me whatsoever um but i'm not going to keep ranting about that cuz i could go on and on i just think uh i just think like these prestigious awards like the grammys and the oscars like the people who decide on these committees, uh, who wins these awards, but yet who's even nominated, I just don't get it. I just don't, and I feel like I'm I'm well versed in, in in a lot of things that goes on in the in the in the media industry. Like my friends make fun of me often because I don't just stick to one to one. Uh, genre thing a lot of them think that i have such a commercial ear as far as like the music um the music that i like uh that i feel like i i i understand let me not like not even like boast put myself on a on a pedestal or anything like that but i just feel like you can clearly see like just going back to the whole black panther thing you can clearly see the kind of impact this movie is made on everyone like why not recognize it? Like you can clearly see the impact that Infinity War had on everyone. Like not just comic book fans, but people who like like don't even care about comics. Like they was going out to see these movies and not just seeing them, but enjoying them, wanting to go back to go see the next one. What's happening now? Um, now that Infinity War is over, now that Iron Man is dead. Like people are like this. This franchise has literally um, probably made the most money in film ever. Think about that ever, and they will not be recognized because of because because there's no action job. Like, bro, that makes absolutely no sense to me. Absolutely no sense to me. Um. And I got there because I went to, um, I was talking about SNL uh, and, and Megs and, and Megan Thee uh performance. Honestly, I don't even remember how those two even correlated. Now I think about it, like how the heck did I get from Saturday Night Live to to the Oscars? Oh, because I was saying um, Alec Baldwin's impression of Donald Trump was Oscar worthy. My bad. Um, but yeah, uh, check out check out SNL. Even this week's episode was really funny um how they was how they did the vice president uh, uh the vice president debate and and i'm gonna spoil it a little bit because the bit with the fly was hilarious joe budden orchestrated the fly <laughs> what joe button i mean joe biden orchestrated the fly <laughs> like that is that is that is super funny. Um 
What else I want to talk about? Let's see. What else you want to talk about, Greg? Um, Random thought. If you ever going to plan like a baby shower or something, don't try to return everything. Just buy everything cheap and hopefully that you can, you know, not spend a lot of money on it. That's the side note and the inside joke for the people who, uh, whoever listens, they know who it's for. Um, what else is there to talk about, people? What else is there to talk about? Uh, oh, sorry, going back to SNL. Um, Bill Burr. Ooh, excuse me. Bill Burr was the, the, the host for this past Saturday's. Um, and he, he made an interesting comment about the Me Too movement. Um, was it the Me No, the Woke movement. I'm sorry, the Woke move, um, movement. And he really went after white women. Um, he, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, white women saw the Woke movement and found a way to insert themselves in it. Like, when it wasn't even about you, it's, it's about... It wasn't, it was never about you. And he was like how all white people, not just white men, all white people need to take a seat and, and listen. Listen to the, to the, to the problems or, or the injustice that black people feel and listen to them as they voice it. Don't, don't try to make it about you because it's not. And I thought that was, um, I thought that was real insightful from, from just from a white person, like I want to give white people, I want to give the the well intentioned white people credit, um, because you will never understand what a black person goes through. But I appreciate that you're not trying to understand. Um, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. You're not trying to, uh, you're not trying to to make it seem like you do understand. What you are doing is just listening and trying to help be a solution. Help be the solution to to the issues of of racism and social injustice. I appreciate those white people who don't sit there and be like, well, I have problems too. Great. That's not what we're trying to say. Or or the white people who get offended. Like, what do you, what, what, what is there to be offended by Black Lives Matter? Like, what is, what is the offense of of basic human rights. Like, I, I, I don't understand that. Um, there's certain things about the Black Lives Movement I don't agree with. Like, and I'm talking about the, the real, um, the, the people who are, are like, no, black lives should be more superior to white. Like, no, that is not how I feel. Uh, I believe in the in equality for all. The word equality meaning equal, um, and I just don't understand how people get offended by equality. Like you don't want to be treated fairly. Like you don't want to be treated the same as the the person next to you, no matter what their skin color is, no matter what gender they are, no matter if their hair is straight or curly, no matter if their eyes are brown or blue. Like I think it is just. Unfathomable, uh, uh, unfathomable, unfathomable, I am messing up on that word, so I'm going to not say that word. It is asinine to me to think that somebody gets offended by equality. That just makes absolutely no sense to me. And I think um, Bill Burr 
uh, his his assertion of of white people trying to make the Black Lives Movement about them or the woke movement about them. I thought that was that was one. Um, it was courageous only because, well, Bill Burr don't really care what people think, and and I think that's hilarious too. Um, I, I think he he hates PC culture as much as I do. Um, but I thought it was courageous that he will that he would take that kind of stand on a national televised platform like SNL, who's which is watched by millions of people. Um, I thought that was that was really courageous. I thought it was cool for him to say because in a lot of ways, I do feel that I, I feel that way as well. Um, like it's it's the the Black Lives Matter movement is not political. It's not. It's literally saying my life matter. Um, Mr. Rent Money's lives matter. Uh, all of the guests that we've had from Danny to Brennan to Gills, like their lives matter. And when we say that their lives matter, then they should be afforded the same liberties um, and as any white person receiving this country. Um, I just think it's like Doc Rivers once said it. I think it's crazy that African Americans love this country so much. It's just so sad that this country don't love us back. Like that's real. That's 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 real and profound. It's like I'm not saying I'm no expert on on racial injustice or social injustice. I know it exists. I don't know all of the problems. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say that I'm like I can articulate all of the the issues very well. So I'm not going to even try to speak on that. But one thing I do understand is equality. And, and the fact that we're not, when I say we, I mean black people are not afforded that liberty. It, it just makes no sense. And it, and it, it, to be honest with you, it, it angers me that somebody could get so offended by a black person saying black lives matter. Or not even just a black person. If anyone says black lives matter, like it just, it makes me mad. Like why, why is that so offensive? That just makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me at all. Um... Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a leave that there. I just wanted to commend Bill Burr for his, uh, for the, for his courageousness in, in making that statement. Um, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what else is there to talk about, people? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh. Oh. Um. On this, uh, I feel like on this show we're we're really big on, on mental health and mental awareness. Um, so it would be remiss of me not to 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 mention anything about it. Um, today, um, and it's it's. I think in a, in, a, in the past I would say five or six months I've really been and really been learning about mental health and what what actually goes into it like um mental health is I feel like that was just such a vague statement um and when I say it's vague it's like it could mean so much. It can, it can mean so, 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 so much. Like, depression to the point where, like, you are 
physically unable to get out the bed. Or um when you're in this 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 constant state of thinking. Um thinking about everything. Like that is just it can be exhausting. It's, it's very, very exhausting. Um, like, like to just to be on a, on a keep it a buck with, with with the listeners and people who watch on YouTube. Like that's where I'm at right now. It's like constantly thinking to the point where it's like it just it's overwhelming. It's like, are you doing this right or or? Like, will this impact this? Like, just never um, sure of anything, which, which again, well, not again, but which starts to impact, like, your, your self-confidence and just just overall how you're thinking about things. Um, it, it, it becomes a lot. It becomes a lot. Um, and I would um, encourage what, what, what I'm doing for myself, like, I am I am actively looking for someone to to speak to like a therapist or whatever because it it could be underlying things and um if you care about people you want to get this fixed for the people that you care about and for yourself. So um I like me personally I, I am looking for uh like a therapist now like I'm trying to go to one by starting in November because I want to I just want to figure out like why, why am I so unsure about things and why am I so unsure of myself recently? Especially because I'm somebody who uh, I usually exude confidence, as some of my friends would say. So um, to, to, to not be feeling like myself is it's an issue. It's an issue. And I think the first step is admitting that to yourself. Um, and I think that's the hardest step because you don't want to... But there's this negative stigma on, on mental health. Like when you have issues with your with your mentee that is perceived as weak or that you're crazy or that you're unstable. Um, and that's not the case at all. Um, I don't feel unstable. Um, I don't feel, I don't feel crazy and I don't feel weak. Um, I just feel like something is off. Um, and whenever something is off, you want to correct it as fast as you can or with the, with the right help. And, um, I would also tell people like don't self-diagnose yourself like literally like go talk to somebody figure it out um don't 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 sit here and think that you have all the answers don't let google be your doctor either um because you got to humble yourself like you don't have the answers like i don't have all the answers i'm definitely humbling myself in this um in this moment right now just to saying that like i need to go and figure this junk out is it's, it's that simple so, um, yeah, I would, I would encourage people just to, if you feel, if you don't feel like yourself, um, and you don't see anything physically wrong with you, I would say find somebody to talk to. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. Go, go. Real talk. I would just say go, go find someone to, to definitely speak to because Yeah. It's, it's important. Hey, Apple just unveiled this new iPhone, and they're finally going to 5G, people. Woohoo! That's what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know what was taking this along, but that's cool. So, 
Um, I think, I don't know. I think that's all I got. I do want to give a shout out to, I do want to tell y'all what I've been listening to lately. Um, uh, there's, there's, I don't know. Music recently hasn't been like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It hasn't been like the greatest selection of music recently, but I would say the best things I've listened to in the past couple of weeks, um, it would have to be ASAP Ferg's Floor Seats 2, Fire, go check that out. Uh, Ferg did his thing, even the, the Drill beats high, and I hate Drill with a passion, but you know, he still did his thing. Um, I thought Bryson Tiller's anniversary album was pretty good. The track with Drake is crazy. Um, go check that out. Uh, who Made the Sun? Uh, who Made the Sunshine by West Side Gun? Crazy. Really, really, really good album. I would say go check that out. And um, also Come Over by Georgia Smith featuring Popcon. That junk is crazy too. I would say go check that out too. Those are some some really, really good uh projects that's that's just been um I've been having in circulation for like the past like week and a half or so so go check those out those are really good haven't gotten to savage mode 2 yet um not a really big fan of 21 savage I feel like only thing he ever says is 21 21 so I, I ain't got time to listen to any of that junk so um yeah go go definitely go definitely check that out um yeah I think that's all I got it's gonna be a pretty short pod this week um it's all right uh Next week, um, Mr. Rent, Mr. Rent Money will probably be back. Uh, he just had a lot of things. He got a lot of things going on. Be on the lookout for him. He got music coming, a music video coming. Um, Mr. Rent Money is doing some big things um, for sure. And um, we're going to be there to support him all the way through it. Uh, so we can't make an episode because he doing, he's doing bigger and better things. That's right. I said bigger and better things. Um, I I try and take no... I don't, I'm only taking no light from my brother. Um, so be on the lookout for Mr. Rent Money for sure. Um, but I'm going to sign off now. This was Convo 7 of just a, a conversation with Greg and Mr. Rent Money. Of course, there was no Mr. Rent Money today. But you got Greg and you got Greg for 30-something minutes. You are special. You are lucky to hear my voice for 30 minutes. You heard me.